0: Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, depending upon when you're listening to this. This is Two Mamas in a Microphone with Amanda Solar and Natalie Napoleon. We're moms or business people, and should we just dive in? Yeah, let's dive in. Oh, All right. We talk- so, where, where's your list of topics? Okay. I'm going to just point to something. Okay. Okay. I All pointed right. to something. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a do-over, okay. <laughs> but I want to know what it was. Well, you might like it. So okay. start entrepreneurship. I'm not in the mood for that right you now. <laughs> okay. body image?
1: Yeah, I want to talk about feeding our kids. Okay, <laughs>
0: or just food Is and feeding boring? ourselves. You know what? Food. Let's talk about food. Let's talk about food. Okay. okay.
1: you start. Cooking and eating are
0: so overrated. Eating is not over. I beg to differ.
1: Well, I do love eating. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I it's like
0: just it. such a chore, though. No, I don't find it a chore. <laughs> See, here's the thing that we all need a chef. Yes. And I don't mean Personal your chefs. Like, no. my husband serves as a chef often. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't work for me. Yes. <laughs> and, and the kids. So, you know, we want to eat healthfully, right? Yeah. Which takes planning yeah. and purchasing yeah. and such. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it'd be nice to have a house manager.
0: I don't know if I even want somebody that close to me. You know,
1: I don't know. I, mean, I know. Like- I'm torn. Toward- so when I was in college, I think one of the first psychology classes I took, the, the professor said that it's not fair to transfer the work in the house onto another woman. Because more than likely you're gonna hire another woman to come in the house and do the cooking and cleaning. So I've taken that to heart, I
0: believe, all these years. Yes.
1: And now I'm just really angry at her for saying that.
0: (laughs) Well, this is what I think about it. I think that I go through tangents, like I go through phases. You know, I love the whole blue zones concept. Mm. I love Mediterranean style eating, even though I hate zucchini and eggplant, and they mm, seem to really like that. Ours. I love zucchini and eggplant. Oh, my gosh. I hate it. With, like, honestly, if you said, Amanda, you will die because eggplant is the only food we have left in the world, I think I would just have to just hope I could What come. do
1: you not like about it? The texture? I don't want
0: taste. Either i don't even like the smell and people are like it doesn't smell like anything i'm like yes it does to those of us in the know
1: i was looking at an eggplant recipe so now i'm just even more intrigued i haven't had eggplant in so long that i think i might try I it. it my
0: father used to make it different ways and then he wouldn't tell me because he was convinced that i would like it oh and i hate it i detest it oh. now if somebody gives me a piece of zucchini bread uh-huh if you warm it up and put some, like, slather it with butter, Yeah, <laughs> and you'll I can it. be con- con- convinced. Yeah, But otherwise, so the challenge too is that, you know, you're feeding a family of five and you have all different opinions. And everybody's home all day long. Everybody's home. And I think the prevailing wisdom, you know, I think if you have grown kids or if you maybe don't have kids, you say just eat them whatever this is the meal and that's great when you're feeling strong and invincible but most of the times let's face it as moms we're feeling weak and like failures <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> so it's not conducive to that type of you know production mm-hmm. so I, with us? i'm just saying like you were saying you made meatballs this oh week. yes because so i'm going to give this new app i
1: found a plug um project foodie i love project foodie it is amazing so he'll cook he's the owner of the meatball shop i think it's called in new york city so i've always wanted to try it so when i saw this app i thought all right great i'll give it a try and i'd say 95 percent of his recipes are fantastic and the other five are probably not fantastic because of me not because of him but i love watching him he'll cook with you in real time so as you're cooking he's cooking along with you so you can see if there's something you don't know how to core or peel or chop you can actually watch him doing it and you can see exactly what brand ingredients he buys um and so this this morning i made meatballs and i enjoyed this morning because he went to the farm somewhere in happy valley pennsylvania where he sources the meat for his meatball shop with his mom and i was just really enjoying watching him and his mom interacting with the farmers. But anyway, so so I've been waking up at, you know, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning, although today I could not get myself out of bed until six o'clock. And I made meatballs for, well, not for breakfast. They ate them for breakfast. But I made them in the morning so that the kids have food all day long. But then the problem is that they're eating meatballs all day long. So I, I just can't figure out, what to cook that doesn't take an extended period of time and is still tasty Mm -hmm. and lasts long. I tried the meal boxes and it's never enough food um, for the boys. And, you know, I get thrown off when there are spices missing in the meal boxes or ingredients missing in the meal boxes. So I don't know. I haven't come up with a
0: solution to how to feed everybody. (laughs) I just want to interject (laughs) that a woman walked by the (laughs) window and I just waved and smiled and Natalie might think I know her. (laughs) I I didn't think you knew her. I just think you were bored. No.
1: It was that she had a,
0: a cute black pug. Oh. So I wasn't really waving at her. I was waving at the pug. Oh, but yeah. anyway, I just, it was so
1: cute. You are a dog person.
0: No, I'll never forget you uh, told me how you had that book of dogs when I, you were a I kid. I still have you, it. Oh, you do? Yeah. You I studied
1: all the breeds. Yes.
0: So I had a book and then I got, and then my, I got an atlas and I studied all the breeds. So now, and Natalie will tell you, I could walk along and go, oh, that looks like it's par saluki. You know, it's, it's so right. so
1: impressed. Yes.
0: So, um, I do, I do love dogs, but that the reason that that's my problem with cooking. Yeah. Just exactly what just happened with the meatball thing. Yeah. I would start off with Mr. Project Foodie. Yeah. And then he would get to coring and maybe I would core it. And then all of a sudden I'd be surrounded by food and I would want to read my book. Or I would want to take a walk, or I would want to watch The Voice. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, it's I want to check my email, I want to do some work, <laughs> I want to talk to a client. Suddenly, I feel like such a sloth. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, but that's the problem. I mean, I love, I, I, and also I have this thing where most of us in our family eat only turkey or chicken, if we eat meat, and then there's you know, you run out of things to do. And lately, as I get older, I don't know, I'm less and less, I less and less enjoy eating meat, it's like a really strange thing. And I start to picture that the animal is a it's not I'm, I'm not judging you. I'm I just, trying to go meatless too. It's yeah. just
1: hard because it, it Aiden's at home. Yeah. Aiden
0: needs meat, right? Otherwise he's hungry
1: five minutes later. Right. Whereas Bella and I can just eat greens all day long and be fine.
0: Yes. Well the thing is too, how many days can you have chicken? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know, guys. I don't know if this is even interesting, but it comment below, which by the way. <laughs> What that mean? Oh, comment below. I mean, that's what is. they comment all say. Below. Yeah. Comment below. Can you do that with a podcast? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should probably look. Send <laughs> us an email and, and tell us.
1: Yeah. Um What is our email? Two mamas and the microphone
0: at gmail.com. Yep. Okay. Two mamas and a microphone at gmail.com. So feel free to send us an email and set and tell us if you want us to talk about anything. But yeah, the bottom a, line, course. right? That's a great thing to say. That's so smart. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I wrote myself in a of the BuzzFeed, this is the difference. So you're cooking along with the chef who's going to a farm. With me, BuzzFeed had the top 20 foods you can buy at Trader Joe's. Oh. <laughs> so I screenshot the ones that interest me. Uh-huh. Because I do love going to Trader Joe's. But um, then you just put them together randomly to make a meal. Well, no, I put them in the freezer because and or I snack on them because normally so they're like snack foods. Yeah, because if I get I don't like to get ingredients at Trader Joe's. It's too confusing for me. Mm -hmm. So um, basically, when I'm feeling healthy, I get one of my Mediterranean cookbooks out, plan a week, write the list of ingredients. But I have a college student who is like, you know, can we eat it? All I can come up with is Chick-fil-A, and I hate to give them a plug. That's so funny. (laughs) My kids are over (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Um. Yeah,
1: they get angry when I suggest yeah. pizza or anything. I'm bad. over pizza. Yeah,
0: I I finished with pizza. I think like ten years ago. I I have had enough that I told Victor, who does like a good pizza, if I've had enough till I asked me until I'm ninety-five. Yeah, in my Although years,
1: fried pizza in the morning. My dad taught me this
0: is delicious. Sausage and mushroom. You just put a little bit of olive oil on the
1: frying pan. You put some powdered garlic on the pizza. Put a lid on it so that
0: the bottom gets crunchy and the cheese melts. Mm, see, I think Victor would like that. So delicious. What do I like in the morning? I don't even know. We Tina. <laughs> Did you ever have that?
1: Oh, probably when I was a kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like things that you can. They're on the stove, and then you can put like sugar in it. Mm. Because, by the way, I'm a sugar addict. Mm. I've been eating a lot of sugar lately. I that's my issue. I've chilled out a little bit with the sugar, which is liberating. It's like stopping, you know,
1: mm-hmm. crack
0: at the risk of.
1: I've never tried the, crack. so I can't draw the comparison there.
0: <laughs> I've <laughs> heard it's understand. hard to stop. <laughs> no, I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I, resist.
0: I, I don't know. So anyway, that's, that's. That's food. That's all I have to say about food.
1: I just don't get it. I just don't get it. So I've been trying to work like a normal person because I'm a photographer. So Mm -hmm. I don't have a quote unquote real job. And I've I've been, you know, through the years, I've I've had a a relaxed, somewhat relaxed schedule. It's never been nine to five. But I have a new studio called Lab 58. And I've been trying to work nine to five or like seven to six. So, you know, 5 or 6, which is a normal end time for most people, right? So you get home at 5 or oh, 6. Oh, yeah. And then by the time you're done making dinner, for me at
0: least, it's like 8 or 9. Uh, it is. What am I doing wrong? Okay. You cannot work until 5 or 6. <laughs> Here's I the, guess that's here is the, the secret. You have to leave at 3. I, yeah. And I don't. But, P.S., I don't. Yeah. But back when there was that shutdown, I remember saying – Oh, this is how people do laundry. and down? Like, the, You know like, how there COVID was like... The, yeah, the COVID shutdown. Yeah. In March? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still so look back on that ago. so fondly. Just kidding. Um, but kind of, I'm not. Here's what I liked about it. I hated the fact that people were and are dying in large numbers. And the yes. fact that we can't hug and the fact yes. that we can't gather sucks. Yes. Got it. Yes. But what I... What I thought was interesting and really added value to my life was, normally, I get out really early, I'm running around, I'm running to meetings, and then I have nighttime events, and then I'm running the kids to school, and then I'm, you know, helping them with homework and taking them where they need to go and racing. And during this corona shutdown, I actually had time to be at home. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, I get how people do laundry, and it's not yeah. four in the morning. Yeah. People can fold their laundry. Oh my gosh, you can sweep when you're at home. You can. Well, okay, I didn't sweep, but I could have. Is yeah. the point? And <laughs> but it's getting crazy again. It's I feel getting like really we're
1: back crazy to pre shutdown yes. craziness. And, and
0: here's the challenge in a post shutdown world. We are trying to. I feel well. Maybe I shouldn't say we. I tend to start wanting to please everybody, and America loves a good busy person. Yeah, you know we yeah. love our busy people. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm trying to fall into that. There's a part of me that's like, oh, okay, you you want me busy? Yeah, it doesn't mean that you make anything of more of substance. Yeah, it just means that you're frantic and busy. Yeah, so I'm trying. You know, I guess I guess this conversation is a reminder to myself to stop it to go make food at three because it takes a while if you're making something that's good.
1: That's true. You know, ordering
0: a pizza doesn't take that long, but, But, and it's not good for you, but you're right. Yeah.
1: Pre COVID I was making dinner at three. Actually I was waking up earlier and working earlier and then trying to finish by three, but I, you know, I'm starting a new business. And so I need those extra work hours
0: yeah, but you know, know, I just can't get I, it down. <laughs> you know, here's what I say: say that I'm going to start stop at this time. But P.S. I'm telling you something yes, that I not I don't that. necessarily do, <laughs> but um, but but I have done it. Like I remember talking to a friend when I got pregnant, mm-hmm. and this friend had a big leadership role in the company was very it was a community leader and I stopped in to see her and she um was very connected with her kids mm-hmm. and I thought okay I'm pregnant and I don't want to just drop my kid off and like see them at 6 p.m right. how does that work right. because I don't believe that whole fat that whole thing of well, it's quality time not quantity time
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean I do believe there's something to be said for all being Smushed together in a small house, I definitely. Or bored together. Love the
1: quantity of time. My yeah. kids would not sure. necessarily agree. And
0: sometimes I don't like it, but that's how you build relationships. Yeah. I mean, it's not so whatever. She said to me, "You know, I leave at three. That's how I do it. And if somebody's in the middle of a conversation, I say you 'You've got fifteen minutes.' Mm-hmm. And you know, I know it sounds easier said than done, but I think I would rather have less. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, then live this life where I am just kind of frazzled and yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, I, but as I say, it's, and my dad, I will say also, I remember when he was, I went to work with him for a few days when I was like in my late teens or early twenties. Okay. where do you work? He, my dad headed a department called Competition Advocacy for the U.S. Navy. Okay. Competition? And advocacy. advocacy. Uh-huh. So, in other words, he would fly to Singapore and look at the prices of things. It was about purchasing and... So, competition and... He wanted. Sense? They wanted competition in terms of if I'm going to buy this for a plane, how much does it cost if I buy it in Singapore and how much, Got you it. know, P.S. If my dad is listening, I don't really know what you did, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I I know I don't know we went to see the Blue Angels and somehow you know it was purchasing blah blah okay but um he had a huge office and that always impressed me I was like whoa this is like
1: bigger than our house what town did he work in Philadelphia okay so he he commuted to Philadelphia he commuted to
0: Philadelphia and my mother and dad had one car when I was growing up but he carpooled so anyway he said and he had risen you know through the ranks and had a a a good job and um at one point in time he was like the second highest civilian you know where i worked it um which is important you know because the navy and the army and the military is very hierarchical yeah but maybe so are corporations whatever anyway um he was saying to me work is addicting Mm. because If you do A, B, and C, Mm -hmm. you can get D. Mm -hmm. One plus one equals two. Mm -hmm. I can get praise Mm -hmm. from my job, from these people. They can tell me how wonderful I am. He said, I can do this for your mom. Yeah. And I think it's great. And she'll yell at me. (laughs) (laughs) And so he said, it's not as addicting. There's a tendency, especially for men, he was telling me, to then just go where you find the rewards. Yeah. And oftentimes they're in work. Yeah. And he said, don't be tempted by it. Yeah. Don't be tempted by it because he said, you know, those people aren't going to be with me when I'm old. Your yeah, mom that's, is. That's true. And so it may not have impacted me like a lot of the things my parents would say at the time. But I think a reflection.
1: But I think it's also different when you have a job, when mm-hmm. you have a real job, and you're mm-hmm. paid every day, no matter what you do. You know, not saying that you're not working, but no matter what you do, you're paid. So you can leave at three o'clock or four o'clock, and you're still going to make money that day. Whereas when you're self-employed, especially when you're starting a, a new business or a new branch of your business, you have to get to that point where you know that the income is coming, no matter what time yeah. of
0: day that you stop. I think it seems like that, but the truth is you work for people that are like, no, if you want to keep your job and keep your salary and keep your benefits, you have to work That's until true. this time. True. So I think it feels very, trap. it feels like a trap yeah. when you're doing it, yeah. but I think you have to, you know, set your paradigm as like Stephen Covey yeah. would say. Yeah. And none of it's hard. It's That's all true. hard. Like, you know. As Glenn Doyle says, yeah. life is hard. Yeah, if you're doing it right. Yeah. life is hard. Um, but if you're doing it right, I guess you're. I don't know what else to and say. No about one's that. doing it right. I guess does anyone <laughs> really know? None of us have done I'm sort this before. Of thinking, <laughs> what a depressing thought. Hey, folks, if you're doing it right, your life. Probably sucks. Actually, they're probably elated <laughs> that
1: they're doing it right.
0: Don't worry if you're miserable. That's so funny. You're just doing things right. Like, what, what is right? I, don't know. <laughs> I guess right could be different for everyone. And the way I say, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think every morning, I, I guess we're all just doing our best. But I, you know, and I think the same thing with Phil. You know, you you set a goal mm-hmm. and then some days you're at Wendy's getting baked potatoes <laughs> Yeah. and you know and we're getting three different things for three different kids yeah.
1: every day is different and, every, and that's yeah. okay yeah it's all right if every day is different and it's okay if they don't have snacks all day long I know and it's okay if they're a little hungry I remember being starving <laughs> half the time as a kid starving
0: and freezing <laughs> oh my gosh it's so funny you say that we were at the lake Clara and I. And I said, Oh my gosh, Clara, I saw this little like ditch where there was a creek. Mm-hmm. And I said, One day my mom and dad dropped us off to go ice skating uh-huh. on the lake, which, uh-huh. by the way, they just left you there? They what left you there. Them? There were <laughs> plenty of spots on the lake that were not, I think they said, you know, you've got an older sister and brother. They, they should be able to save your life. <laughs> so, on the lake it was so windy and my sister and brother were very hardy so they're just out there ice skating and doing their thing and I went out and I skated and I thought this is fun as I just stood there and let the wind blow my like you know body forward and then I eventually thought well I'm freezing I think I might die (laughs) of hypothermia Uh there were no cell phones it wasn't like I could say mom and dad come get me they were like we'll be back at whatever so whomever I was with we went into this little cubby hole, like in the ground in this creek, and we cowered. Aw <laughs> and, and waited until my parents got Aw. Did I they told see you
1: doing that? Your parents?
0: If they did, they, they would just be like, really. good move, you yeah. know, because we weren't coming back.
1: That's very resourceful. Now you the know. thing
0: is I told Clara the story and she goes, yeah, that's how I spend every day at recess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well I guess. Don't change. She's like, you know what? No big deal. That's so funny. <laughs> but I think about it. You know, I never drop my kids off at a pond I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to go to the skating rink. You know, it's crazy how times have
1: really changed. Like even like when you were saying your parents only had one car, it reminded me of when you told me that you used to walk everywhere yes, when you were a kid. I did. Everywhere, miles and miles yes. and miles. And so it's just interesting that we would never let our kids do that. I would never even let my kids walk a mile into town. I know. When they were in sixth grade. Well, yeah. Although I was not the norm. I think most parents were letting their kids do that. Uh, Yeah, but I didn't let it either. And I I
0: do know that if I was miles away from home and I didn't want to leave when my mom wanted to leave, she would say, well, you can walk. And I would say, okay. And I would track every movement
1: our kids do. Yes.
0: I will also say... That living around here when I was younger, Mm -hmm. it was very much a lot of farms, Mm -hmm. which was probably yeah, it was isolated, it was much more isolated. (laughs) But I just also, there wasn't 24 hour news, yeah. We we weren't hearing everything that we're hearing. I mean, now everybody's like, somebody's gonna snatch your kid at the bus stop, and you know, I don't know, there's a lot more fear stirring. I think everything is stirring fear and rage Yeah, you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: news social media it's all yeah. like let's teach you how to feel more rage and more fear
1: yeah yeah absolutely it's like fear is what you want everyone wants you to feel it's like very fear true. is safe
0: yeah like people think there's a protection out there and you know what there isn't, just like your life is hard and miserable. Yeah. <laughs> bad things That's can right. happen, people. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Shh, I defy you to try and stop bad things.
1: <laughs> Let's you talk know, about
0: sleep. Okay. I have a question about sleep. Okay. So so
1: now that we're in a post COVID world yes. and we're doing a combination of online and hybrid and in school learning, why haven't we pushed the start times back? Because our school in particular, it ends at what, 1 in the afternoon okay let me just tell you something (laughs) and there are no
0: sports happening so that's not a valid argument our school i just got an email that says elementary school which was hybrid and i was actually giving the school so many compliments mentally this morning because hybrid is working it's keeping my daughter safe yeah it's balancing it's keeping her mentally well because she's not home all of the time and let's face it there wasn't a cyber program they're just doing their best teaching virtually but it's not like this whole great cyber school right. it's, it's school online right and they just wrote an email saying guess what it's either all virtual or all in person so either my daughter is physically unsafe or yeah. my daughter is mentally unsafe yes. those are my choices so 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 the answer as to why is because i think that they maybe do what is expedient. They do what is expected. People hate change. You have to drag people kicking and screaming yeah. to change. People don't care if it impacts their life negatively. These are the rules. Yeah. Well, you. I guess it's complicated because a lot of parents work, so they want their kids right. in school
1: early so that they can get right. to work on time. We would
0: rather not change society yeah. and the way we set things up Yeah. than make it work for us. Yeah. Now's the
1: time. There are so many social systems that need to be reformed. The healthcare system. So no one can get a therapist right now. I keep hearing so many that people is telling true. me how difficult yes. it is to find a therapist yes. that will accept insurance. Yes.
0: Yeah. And you know, I, I can't believe when there are so many systems that are in disarray mm-hmm. and that really worked maybe hundreds of years ago yeah they're the same yeah we haven't changed them, but people are like that's the way we do things yeah. I mean and honestly when I look at the world and I look at half of the world who is I don't even know if they're trying to maintain the status quo or if they're I don't know what they're trying to do but I can say that you know Progress and change it's has never been something that everybody's like, yeah, let's do it.
1: And it's slow, you know. It is slow. I, I have to say, you know, I didn't want to get political, but when Obama was president, everyone kept saying that he wasn't doing anything. He was making change, but change is slow.
0: That's a very good and point. And it was yeah.
1: calm and it was orderly Measured. and methodical. Yes. And so, obviously, Trump made a lot of quick changes. <laughs> Um, but I think change for the better of our society is, is slow. It takes time. It takes time for us to figure out exactly how to maneuver specific gears in the system so that the whole thing doesn't fall apart.
0: That is a a very good point. That is a very good point. And I think that people are. Like, we're busy. Yeah. We don't have time for that. Right. And we're making money. And let's right. face it, what do we worship? We don't worship Jesus. And right. you know, people, everybody thinks we, that we were, we're Christian mm-hmm. first and foremost. No. Christian, it, we worship money.
1: Yeah.
0: And we don't just like it. And it's just, it's very much we worship. I mean, I sometimes see a respect that is afforded to a very wealthy person. They could Mm -hmm. be dumb as a box of Mm -hmm. hammers. That's right. But people respect them, or or at least they pretend to. So Aiden wrote
1: a paper last night about injustice in the justice system, and his whole point was how... Um, people that are in poverty suffer more in the justice system. So for example, if you get a parking ticket, one of his examples is if you get a parking ticket on the street, a wealthy person pays it, moves on with their life. Whereas uh, a person in poverty might not necessarily be able to pay it. And then they get their car booted or towed right. and they can't pay for that. And then they could end up in the court system. Yes. It's just.
0: And then you add skin color on that and yeah. forget it. Yeah. And I mean, because we were when you were telling me about this person, we wanted to say where, about this person that in a store in Doylestown mm-hmm. was like, I should get this and you got to give me this and yelling in the store. Yeah. Profanity. If my husband yelled profanities, mm-hmm. the police would be yeah. there. Right. Right. You cannot be any you know right. the rules color and not, yell profanity. there's not a blanket, not a blanket. The, yeah. the, the police would be called yeah. he would be in trouble we would be like do we call a lawyer you know not saying that we've had this experience right. <laughs> But But I'm just saying those are the rules for, there are different rules for people who are wealthy and then people who are wealthy and white and uh, men as opposed to women. So to pretend otherwise is disingenuous or it's vacuous Yeah. or maybe it's not. Sometimes I thought, well, you know, reading, do we do it anymore? Some of us read 50 Shades of Grey and that is our reading for 10 years
1: well, all I have to say is, fifty percent of our country does not agree that there needs to be any sort of change, right. and then and they do not read. <laughs> right. So
0: and I they usually s- get their news from one from source. one source. They don't and they investigate don't need,
1: and yeah. delve deeper no. into into or, the subject to or even
0: need proof. Right. People will say certain things and I go, well, who said this? They said it.
1: Right. Well, where's
0: document? Right. Well, you know, so it's it's we're living in a really challenging time. But I do say, you know, when we talk about this at home and we feel kind of defeated, Mm -hmm. I, I really believe, like you said, Mm -hmm. that change is slow, that we're in varying stages of evolution. Mm-hmm. And I say just because you look at somebody and they look very well dressed, yeah. and perhaps they have a nice car and a nice house. That's right. If you could see who they are, their That's knuckles right. would be hairy and dragging on the ground That's right. because they're Neanderthalic, yeah. you know, they're not yet evolved. Yeah. And so, but in this country, we also think, well, that person's in poverty. So as intelligent as they are and mm-hmm. as moral or value driven as they are they're not as good yeah. as the other person yeah. even though we have whole systems in place to perpetuate wealth yeah
1: and that really brings us full circle because that brings us back to food look at the great divide in our society right now around food so half of the population is really doing well and well fed whereas the other half of the population is struggling
0: to find food to keep on the table good point and it's much cheaper to eat unhealthy food. food
1: absolutely even in the
0: um if you go to a food bank i mean what's gonna get processed foods because yeah. it's um it lasts you know been, right so yeah it does it does bring us back to food everything always yeah, comes back to, food. Always come back to food I'm hungry now <laughs> I am too yeah. so maybe, maybe we should we'll end this meatballs. Yes, go eat some maples yeah. and I will uh go get a pizza. <laughs> Sounds
1: great. Oh I'll take a fried slice of pizza. Oh
0: perfect. That's <laughs> so unhealthy. So should we say goodbye for the day? That
1: sounds great. And then I'll see you next week and have a great rest of your week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.